And now, two guys and a grill. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome to the Barbecue Show, Stunt and Jake. I am the Jake part of that equation. That makes me stunt. Hey, we're pretty good at this. <laughs> We've already figured that much out. Uh, no, seriously, thank you so, jo- uh, so much for joining us. Uh, another uh, weekend. It's done. It's it's one of those summer weekends. Yeah. We went from uh, spring to we had a brief period of winter back to summer. Real quick, too. 70 on Sunday. Are you kidding me? I know. It's uh, almost unheard of. It's Now, do you do this? I get caught up in this uh, when the weather, when we have these anomalies, and it's I don't know if it's really an anomaly this year because the weather has been consistently nice or warm. Yeah, warmer than normal. Um, but when you have that rare day, like it's going to be, okay, you know, warmer than normal is like 50, 55. <laughs> when it hits 70 on Sunday, don't you, you get in the spot like, I'm going to grill this, I'm going to smoke this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then you go outside to do it. And as you go through the garage, you're like, oh, I should be cleaning this garage. <laughs> you quickly think about the outdoor stuff that you should be doing. Matter of fact, we're home show in a week yeah. in Mankato. It makes me think, man, we should should I be planning all the stuff I want to do outside already? Like, right. well, I mean, I think that's a ways away just because it's not. It's technically not spring yet. Right. So I think I got until at least the end of March to at least get to work and start breaking ground on projects, right? I have these kids. Uh, they're girls, which are great. You know, if you got to have kids, <laughs> girls are fine. Um, and they have this thing they like to do in the fall where they like to try to play with the leaf blower and the rakes and screw around. And then what happens is inevitably when the snow melts, I go, there's a giant pile of leaves here. <laughs> That someone purposely put together and never did anything with. And I noticed that the other day when it was so nice and we were out on the patio, I think it was Monday. And I'm like, there's a giant pile of leaves in the yard. They're not decomposing because there's no snow. They're not doing anything. They're just sitting there. I'm like, why don't you guys go down and at least kick them around a little yeah, bit? Maybe the wind, wind will blow them away, you know? No, just laying there. So now it's, uh, yeah, the fun never ends. But at any rate, I, uh, sometimes I feel guilty, like, oh, well, can I multitask this? And then ine- inevitably, me being me, uh, then I screw something up because I'm busy doing two things at once. Well, great point. I made steaks this last week, um, and I was totally in the middle of everything. I was like, uh, what day was it? Monday. The day that was 70 before the snowstorm. Sure, sure. Um, or snow qual, whatever it was. Um, squall? Squall. Squall. Uh, anyway, uh, I was out there, and I was grilling, and I was also doing a bunch of stuff in the garage and then it's just you get distracted i didn't mess anything up where it wasn't edible but it just didn't come out the way i wanted it to be you know uh and so i immediately like gosh i never get to just sit and barbecue or cook anymore i feel like i'm always doing the multitask thing where i used to sit in the lawn chair sit back with a thing of peanuts or stunt munch and just relax yeah and now it's like nope i don't got time for that we gotta do something else while it cooks yeah, and I don't know what that is. Besides, just self guilt. Maybe I don't know. I, that's probably 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 some of it. Or you think you know? Well, that's going to take a couple of minutes. Well, that's doing that. I might as well just tinker with this yeah. and mess around with that and uh, and do that kind of thing. For me, it's the uh, it's the cleaning. And you know, and everybody who's been on my patio knows uh, when the patio's neat and orderly, it's great. But it's getting to be a little small now, and my patio catches this. Listen to me. <laughs> these are the, the uh, these are first world problems. I'll tell you what. The wind, no matter which direction it comes from, has a way of circling through my backyard. And so it spins into my patio, either from one side or the other, doesn't matter. And there's always dust. It's like the first thing I have to do every day I go outside is I have to wash down the top of it. All the tables, all the prep tables, everything is dusty. And it just drives me insane. Uh, You you get caught in this idea of like, well, I'm just going to do this while that's, you know, while the charcoal's getting ready, right. I'm going to do this. Uh, you know, while the flat top's warming up, I'm going to clean this up. I'm going to clean that up. And then 
that leads to this, which leads to this, which leads to, which leads to. I hate to make this analogy because it's not, it knocks us, but we always talk about how the multi tool of the world, oh, this tool does this, 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 never does any one job great. Right. Multitasking. A lot of times, never does one job great. Exactly. Gosh, that hurts. Because uh, I like to think I can multitask so well. Well, you know, um, one of my favorite things, I love to uh, read, uh, I'm a big Navy SEAL fan, and I love to read anything written by Navy SEALs, or I, I watch their podcasts or listen to their podcasts, yeah. and I listen to their shows and stuff and read their books. And, what, and, and a lot of them, because uh, I probably... If I wasn't doing this, I probably would have been. You know, I'd, I'd probably, yeah. I probably would have been, you know, except for I'm not a very good swimmer. Otherwise, I feel like you're probably one tenth of a finger away from <laughs> being able to have that gig. No, we just, we will just overcome that. We find a way to improvise <laughs> and adapt and overcome that fingertip. But no, in all seriousness, uh, SEALs talk a lot about, uh, and it's not just SEALs, but anybody who's highly successful and highly motivated, they talk about there is a limited amount of bandwidth that your brain can actively process, especially in a high pressure, high stress situation like a Navy SEAL might be in. Right. Not so much with you and I in our yeah. patio. It's nice comparison, though. But the bottom line <laughs> is this: if is that you don't really multitask. What you do is you do two or three things um, compounded, or uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, you concurrently. So you're not actually doing three things at once. You're doing one thing at a time while you're distracted by the other two or three things that are right, happening right. also. And so uh, you think you're multitasking, but you're not actually is what, uh, what I've always been told. So maybe that's a, maybe there's something to learn, learn here. Yeah, I got really uh, deep. It did get kind of deep, yeah. didn't it? <clears throat> anyway, um, <laughs> what'd you grill last week? Did you do anything exciting? Oh my gosh! Uh, we got well, we had steaks on Monday. Okay, uh, and then uh, she was out of town for Tuesday and Wednesday, so I had pizzas. Because <laughs> you talked about this before, when yeah. you have the chance, just enjoy a frozen pizza yeah. or whatever. And exactly. So that was good. But then uh, my family's in town this weekend, so we we're having ribs on the grill for dinner tonight. Nice. Uh, last night or yesterday. During the day, I smoked up um, another beef jerky, uh, oh, my homemade beef jerky. Nice. So I actually haven't even had any yet. So I'm excited to give that a shot. But I wanted to make that for my family. They they didn't get any of the last chance, last go around. So I wanted to give myself another turn on that, too. So That's awesome. super excited about that and just to have, uh, have them come over and hang out. So I love that. I love that. Uh, it's funny how you get spoiled with certain things like beef jerky or summer sausage. Yeah. Summer sausage is one I've been spoiled on for a long time because for years and years and years, um, from a couple of specialty places and, you know, pick your favorite meat market. It doesn't matter. Uh, we've always gotten really, really good venison summer sausage. Mm -hmm. And when you get used to that, uh, and then you go somewhere and like my wife is famous for this, she's like, oh, I got cheese and crackers and, uh, and some meat. And you look and it's like store-bought you know, nothing against Johnsonville, but Johnsonville beef jerk or uh, summer, summer sausage. sausage. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of greasy. It's just not the same. And it's, it's really turned me off from like, that's why I love cheese and crackers, but I never take the meat <laughs> unless it's, you know, the, the, stu the, the good stuff, the, the good stuff, you know, for sure. I got burned on that this earlier this week, uh, dance competition last weekend. So my girls were traveling. Uh, I caught up with them for the second half of the weekend. But uh, they clearly must have had car snacks or hotel snacks or something. So I dig in the pantry the other day. I open the door and I, uh, I need a snack. And I see a, a Ziploc container of, it says beef jerky. And it was very generic beef jerky thing. It just said beef jerky, some weird flavor or whatever. So I grab a piece and I pop it in my mouth without even thinking. And it's kind of big, so I kind of get it folded in half. Yeah. And I start to chew on it. And 
I try. And I tried. Oh no! And this is like it was like uh, it was like not shoe leather. It was more like the shoe rubber, you know. Oh. And I just it, it it probably took me 25, 30 minutes just to get this thing broke down enough where I could process the flavoring of it. And I I was like I don't know why I didn't just spit it out. Yeah. But it made me think like you forget sometimes the difference between a specialty shop or doing it yourself or, you know, taking those extra cares and steps as opposed to, you know, if you're at a gas station and the beef jerky is three ninety nine a pound, it's not very good. You know? I complain about how expensive jerky is all the time, but man, you're hundred percent right. When it's three ninety nine, it is not the same. It's not gonna be any good. Trust me on that. All right. So that's that's why beef jerky is such a treat, because it's outrageously expensive. Oh my goodness. Especially if you're buying it pre made, ready to go. So it's funny how you can get burned on that though yeah. sometimes. You're like, oof. And it just this last week, and I know that probably came from a gas station somewhere in Monticello <laughs> where everybody was. So it was like, mm. um that's funny you said that because same thing here. Girls were gone Friday night uh, after the hockey game, whoosh, slid home, frozen pizza. <laughs> like, there we go, frozen pizza. And then it was just run, 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 go, go, go. Yeah. Uh, I feel terrible because Monday the weather was so nice and my wife was like, let's go out on the patio. And so I reluctantly went out on the patio. <laughs> And then she's like, I got all this stuff to grill. I didn't know. I mean, I figured it was nice enough. We should grill. And I'm like, all right, what do you got? And I look in the garage fridge where she's put everything. And there's literally like, uh, there's chicken quarters. There's some pork chops. <laughs> there's some hamburger. <laughs> and, uh, and there's a package of hot dogs and a bag of tater tots. And I go, uh, well, that's easy. I'm going to grill those hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you don't want to do like chicken. I go, no, I don't want to. It's so nice. And now it's getting dark and it's getting kind of cool. I don't, I, I don't want to go through the hassle. Yeah. So I did take the time to uh, get the, to do my fish trick with the tater tots. I just fired up the flat top. So I'm doing the hot dogs low and slow over here on one side of the, of the flat top. And on the other, on my hot side, I've got the aluminum pan and I put some oil in there and I deep fried those tater tots. Nice. And they might have been the crispiest, best tater tots I've ever had in my life. That's cool. But, you know, how often do you have, unless you go to a bar that serves tater tots, how often do you have truly deep fried tater tots that are done right? They're done right. They're yeah, done it's right. It's hard to find them. They should almost be to that point where everything inside the tater tot is cooked away. Yeah, <laughs> you just bite into it. It's like a, it's like a tater tot crisp. Yeah, exactly. It's like a, it's like a, a tater tot potato chip. Almost. It's like the cheese ball of potato chips <laughs> yeah, of tater tots. Yeah, you just bite into the thing and it just, whoosh, it just disappears. Deliciousness. So, <laughs> so I did kind of feel like I was mailing it in, like I was being kind of a, you know, a farump. You know. Well, you got this weekend to make up for it, then. Uh, I do not. Oh, I've got. Uh, I'm hosting curling club activities this weekend. So. Well, best of luck. Yeah, well, it'll be nice, but uh, <laughs> still. Uh, and I've got the wife running the kitchen, so I don't have to do any grilling this weekend, uh, which means inevitably I'll be grilling something on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, because you have to do something sometime. Right, Sunday for sure. Probably do some. You know, actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it out right now. I'm gonna stir fry. I'm gonna do some stir fry there on Sunday, go. or you know what? No, take that back. Fajitas. All right. Yeah, that's what it is. It's fajitas. Sunday afternoon, evening fajitas. And then uh, go to bed early. <laughs> One of those things is definitely not happening. I'm telling you right I now. I know, I know, I know. I got I to gotta do the big show on Monday. Uh, all right. Anyway, I digress because we have just rambled on for the whole first segment of the show here. But today on the Barbecue Show, uh, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, technology stunt. We talk about how it, it it's encompassing more and more of the barbecue industry, whether it's uh, Wi-Fi temperature controlled augered pellets in a in, in a Traeger or whatever to uh, the technology we use from uh, Wi-Fi and Bluetooth thermometers. What about apps? 
Yeah, barbecue apps. Apps you can download on your phone that coach you through, give you ideas, give you tips, give you recipes. We're going to talk about the pros and cons and some of the uh, the different types of barbecue apps that are out there. Uh, and we'll dive into that when we come back after this on The Barbecue Show. The Barbecue Show. Hashtag. With Stunt and Jake. Hashtag. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And now, back to the barbecue show with Stunt and Jake. Back on the barbecue show, Stunt and Jake. That stunt over there to my left. And Jake to my right. Outstanding. And um, today, as we get into summer, <laughs> I know. It just feels like summer. It, it does. Like this weird. is ridiculous. It's weird. It's so- I, I'm happy and upset about it at the same time. I feel like the winters make us hearty, you know? Yeah. And you know what? I'm taking full credit for this weather because uh, I've worn pants more this winter than I have in the last 18 winters combined. No, no. You don't get to take credit. I bought a brand new snowblower in December and have uh, never uh, used it. You're right. Sorry. I'm, my bad. I, I'm sorry I blew up. <laughs> How you dare definitely, you? You definitely get the title. <laughs> you definitely have the title, sir. Uh, uh, speaking of which, my guy Wade, I haven't seen him. He hasn't come yet this year. The guy who cleans up your driveway? Yeah, my driveway guy. He, he has not been in my driveway once this year. Yeah. I feel bad for him. Yeah, those guys are hurting. Yeah. That one snowfall, I felt like he could have come and done it, you know, charged me the half rate. I, <laughs> I tell him all the time, listen, if there's snow, come and push it. I don't care. If you're worried, I'm never going to complain. Yeah. I would rather you, you charge me to do it twice in the same day than not come at all or come once late. Yeah. No. Just keep coming. Let's get it done. Yeah, just keep coming. Anyway, let's not talk about that. We're going to talk about apps. We're going to talk about barbecuing apps. Oh, I like it. Um, and there's a, is this, is this, let's start from the beginning, Stunt. Is this something that's really taken off? I mean, well, there seems like there's an app for everything except how to get my kid out of school. <laughs> um, there's an app probably to tell you what time to do it. There's not. The more school districts need apps of their own. But, um, are, are there a lot of apps out there now? I mean, the technology seems like it would be a no-brainer. I think it's really growing um, in the app world. So, I mean, these things are built to right enhance your experience by providing recipes, timers, temperature monitoring with the Bluetooth, like you talked about, even using Wi-Fi to do it. There's a lot of features in some of these apps. And they go from the basic of, this is just your recipe app. Here you mm-hmm. go. Scroll through. Find out recipes. And they have some that literally can run your grill. So I have a Green Mountain Pellet Grill, Traeger, Pit Boss for sure. Um, even the Master Built Charcoal Feeder have the Wi-Fi right. enabled, Bluetooth enabled, whatever feature you want to connect with. Um, I know for sure mine well, that, and, and Traeger both have features you can connect to it through the internet. And I could be at work running my grill at home. Right. And that's one of the things I wanted to mention, I think, in, uh, before we dive too deep in, just to kind of set the stage a little bit. There's a couple different areas that we're going to touch on today, and, and it's important that... Um, that you understand the difference. So mm-hmm. what you've got is you've got your uh, product app. Yep. Like the Green Mountain Grill app. I see where I jumped ahead of us now. I yeah. apologize. Yes. Yeah, no, that's all right. But it, that, that is that is designed and run by uh, and designed to connect to a specific apparatus or appliance that you have. Uh, you've got your um, recipe apps or cooking apps, which are sometimes part of uh, an organization, or, or maybe it's just a person, but usually they're done by an organization. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the it's the whatever you know Betty Crocker barbecue app kind of a thing, and they're designed to give you coaching and help and things along that. And then the other aspect of this that I think sometimes people might confuse the two, especially if you're an old school guy or gal, is uh, channel. 
There's a difference between an app and a channel. Someone you might follow who right, has a TikTok right. account and a YouTube account, and they post videos, and they talk you through the process, and, and you watch what they're doing. All three, I think, are beneficial and have different uses uh, and, and qualities, but you got to know which one is right for you and what you're doing with each, right? Right, and yeah, and you even find which ones you have the recipes that you like. Like, I like the way Meat Church does a lot of his, a lot of his recipes, so I follow a lot of his recipes and will follow them more often than not. Now, that's a channel. Right. Um, Malcolm Reed has an app called um, Barbecue Right. That's mostly recipes, and there's there's no there's no app feature that can connect to my grill or anything there. Mm-hmm. But it gives you like how tos and section and it breaks it down like that on the app, so it's a little bit easier to understand. Right, and and the reason that you because a lot of times you think you go well the guy's got a YouTube channel he's got a website why don't we, uh, what does he need the app for uh, the app quite honestly is designed for two reasons one it makes you it gives you an interface with the that person or product that is much more. Um, immediate and dialed in. Right. It also eliminates the need for a middleman. Yep. If you're going to, if you're going to monetize your products and your websites, you're going to sell things. Uh, and it also allows you that direct, uh, control and that direct contact as a, as a content provider. Right. As they like to say. So that's kind of the difference as a rule. I'm, if I can buy something online or follow somebody online, whether it's YouTube or TikTok or their website, I'm pretty anti downloading the app only because, uh, my phone's got enough apps in it, <laughs> and uh, and and the, I get tired of the clutter. And sometimes, you know, I share two hundred gigs of iCloud space with my family, and we're always running out of room because right. everybody's got too much stuff. Uh, and I don't like all the clutter, but there are some benefits. There, there for which one? For the apps. For, for the having apps. App, Absolutely, yeah. I think because I'm kind of it's kind of funny. I feel like the same way. I'd rather just go to the app. Or rather, go just go to the website instead of downloading space on my app. But then I download the app. So, I'm like, oh, this works out pretty slick as well because it mm-hmm. remembers everything. Until you find an app that doesn't, then you're like, why am I even using this app? Every time I have to log in, every time I have to remind it who I am, where I'm at, and it gets so frustrating. So it depends on how the app obviously works. Um, I just went through my phone before we started to look at the grilling, barbecuing apps I have on my phone. I have the Barbecue Right from Malcolm Reed. I have the Green Mountain Grill app. I have my Traeger app, which okay. I should say my Traeger app. The only reason I have that is for recipes. Um, and then I also have the Shields app, which I only bring up only because... That's a perfect case in point. You can do your direct shopping. I'm like, oh, I need this part. I need this seasoning. I need this. Do they have it at Shields? I can go look right away. Right. Um, I can also go, just go do that on the website. Why do I not? Why do I need to have an app for that? But it's something that they've developed. It's a pretty smooth running app. Obviously, makes it easier for you to interface with it. Like you said, I do have the Menards phone. app on my phone. <laughs> I have the Menards app as well. That's true. I forgot that one. You know why you have the Menards app? Because you can click on it, show me in store, and then it'll tell you where the product's where to at. Go. When you, That's so when you true. you can't find it, you're like, where, where is this where thing? Where am I, I going? Know I've seen it before. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, and I think that's important. You know, I have, uh, when it comes to cooking apps, again, because I'm not, I, I do a lot less with the apps, uh, but the Anovo app is the one that goes with my sous vide. Okay, yeah. And, and we've talked about it a little bit, but what I love about that is it's all encompassing and all-inclusive. If that thing is, if I put a pot of water on the stove or on a counter and plug that thing in, I can go through the process, find a recipe I like, and hit uh, cook this recipe, and it will automatically turn on the sous vide. It will automatically right. bring it up to temp, and it walks you through the and process. Like my Green Mountain will do the same thing in the regard, because it'll also get to the point where it's like, and hey, now your meal should be cooked, it'll go into fan mode. And then they'll right. immediately cool down the grill. So that's kind of cool how that works. The one thing I will say, another bonus to the app is uh, that you that 
if you've ever looked online, and my wife is big on this, is and, and she goes to a lot of different websites to get recipes. Uh, as a matter of time, in fact, a lot of times she finds the recipes and then forwards them to me and goes, "Let's do this on Saturday." And right. Like, All right. And she sends me the recipes. Either a, they're on Pinterest, which I can't stand trying to maneuver on Pinterest. It's ridiculous. Yes, agreed. Or B, they're on these websites that you, sometimes I feel like you need an engineering degree to maneuver <laughs> through these things on your phone. Because first of all, they never just show you the recipe. Yes. If you're lucky, the website has a print recipe view or print recipe option. And you can click that on your phone and then it shows you a recipe as a recipe would normally look. Yeah. Uh, but in a lot of cases, what you're running into is there's, Four swiping pages of the person who came up with the recipe telling you their life story about the, their family and their kids and how much their husband really likes this and the boys like it too because after they've been hunting on the weekend, this is really hard. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I want to know how to cook it. All that's to help monetize their websites. And right. it's, it's the most aggravating thing in the world. Exactly. And so I don't like all that clutter. And when you go to the app, you eliminate a lot of that clutter because mm-hmm. – um, it, it, it helps. It all has to do with algorithms, folks, with TikTok, Facebook, any of those things, especially if you've ever done anything on Facebook, you'll probably see that. And you'll be like, oh, that looks like a pretty cool thing. They go buy it. And if you click on it, it'll take you to their Facebook website, which is not a true website. It's just part of Facebook. But there's always a better deal if you buy it through the app. Isn't so? If you buy it through the app, that's because you're now leaving Facebook and going to their app, which means they aren't kicking Facebook back a percentage because it was purchased through Facebook. Right. So, right. or whatever site. And that's the difference there. Yep. I think it's interesting to talk about when you talk about buying things and stuff. Like I said, I have the Shields one, you have the Menards one. Um, these other apps, you can, pot, you can buy a, um, a membership to. Right. Is right. that worth that? Um, case in point, this is more of a channel, but it's an app on my phone. It's uh, I just I looked it up. It's an app on Roku, on smart TVs. It's Ember TV. It just came out last summer. I've been watching it, wondering if I should download it. I actually downloaded it just for this show this week okay. so I can talk about it. Uh, it's a channel. And all it is is literally barbecue experts from across the country um, who do their own YouTube. It's like bringing all these YouTube channels together in one spot. Now, I've already noticed it's a little bit more immersive. There's a little bit more going on than just what you would find on YouTube. And again, it's all in one spot. So that's great. Mm-hmm. But so far, it's like stuff that you can just also watch for free. Did so, you get, have you gotten our episode yet? No, they didn't. They haven't uh, put it on there yet. Apparently. Well, I thought you said it was barbecue experts from all over the country. <laughs> it's weird. Well, others maybe like uh, Aaron Franklin and uh, Jeremy Yoder, who you see a lot on YouTube and social right, media. Right. Um, point uh, point for conversation. The Meat Church guy, who I think a lot of you as an expert, is not on this page though. So well, interesting who they've chosen to be a part of it. Well, and a lot a lot of that has to do with you know formed alliances. You can't have. A Marvel character on a, in a DC movie, you know. I mean, sadly, you're probably right. You can't cross the you can't cross the streams. Yeah, so um, it's interesting looking through it though. I mean, it's talking about recipes in one section, it's the how tos in a different section, and then just straight up barbecue nice. content. Like if it's like a, almost like a Guy Fieri, it's going to a barbecue restaurant type situation. Okay, and I think I should point out. I mean, this kind of probably goes without saying, but. Um, Look around if you're if you're interested in apps because f- first of all the apps are great places for inspiration and we say right. that all the time you don't necessarily need to go online look for a recipe and, and recreate that recipe line for line but you can get a lot of great 
um, inspiration on how to make that recipe your own. And with the apps and with the channels and with any of these other things, you're going to find a degree of difficulty based on experience and skill. Um, there's going to be apps out there that are going to be geared more for a beginner. There's going to be apps out there that are geared more for, um, you know, someone who has more experience or different styles and types of cooking too, mm-hmm. you know, depending on whether you're into, whether you're into electric smokers or pellets or offset or whatever. Right. Uh, some apps just run variety. your thermometers. Keep that in mind too. I right. just, I've been looking through some of the top ones listed here. Weber grill, uh, Weber eye grill is all about the, gr- uh, the thermometers from Weber pit pal barbecue help monitoring what you're putting on the smoker. Um, all these things I feel like just kind of keep track and give you options on the side, but their main for focus is here's what you have running on the grill right now keeping right. track of the thermometer stuff which is kind of cool and we didn't really get into it but then the, the the next phase or other step of this too would be uh you know you've got your social media groups that you can follow and be a part of right and you know which are you know kind of areas where everybody else everybody shares their ideas and and uh, their comments and things along those lines you can ask questions and, and get some help and advice and it's all part of uh what we always say is uh, no matter what whether you're using an app or you're using a recipe card or you're just winging it with a, a taste test off your fingertip make sure you experiment and have fun now go fire that thing up